Welcome to Extra Blue. I'm your host, Elena Sonneson. We have just wrapped up period one of racing on the World Cup, and I am in much need of a break and some sunshine. We were in Scandinavia for four and a half weeks, and by the last few weeks, we weren't even seeing the sun in the sky. It would just get lighter for a few hours around lunchtime and then get dark again before I feel like I had even gone back to my room after my morning ski and lunch. (laughs) I think this had a little more of an impact on me than in years past, partly because I was sick for the first few weeks and then also just not racing the way I was hoping to, so I was feeling a little down. But now it's time for a little holiday break, and I have flown south to get some good rest, sunshine, and then some training in before getting going in the next series of racing. On this episode of Extra Blue, I welcome Jan Gunther and David Chamberlain. Jan is the owner of Gear West Ski and Bike Shop located in Long Lake, Minnesota, just west of the Twin Cities. Founded in 1992 by Jan and her husband, this little shop has grown to be the largest ski shop in North America. In this episode, we dive into how Jan built this shop, touching on the subject of starting a business as a woman in the 90s, and how she's built the team of experts around her to bring the best products and services possible to the ski community. That team of experts would not be complete without Gear West's head of service, David Chamberlain. David was a professional ski racer himself, competing on the World Cup and at multiple world championships. He then took his knowledge from elite performance and ski preparation and turned it into an incredible service to offer others at Gear West. This episode of Extra Blue is sponsored by Gear West. Gear West has been a longtime partner of mine, providing their expertise back when I was in middle school. This holiday season, we ask you to consider shopping through small businesses. Small businesses help a community thrive. Plus, I've got a little discount code for you to use. When you go to gearwest.com slash collections slash Elena and use the code Elena Extra Blue, you will get 20% off all products who partner with me. That includes all Solomon products, Swix products, and Blizz eyewear. That means skis, boots, poles, bindings, Nordic Alpine, wax, running shoes, clothing, hydration, and glasses all 20% off. But that's not all. When you get your skis ground at Gear West, you will be entered to win a free Solomon duffel bag, just like the one I travel with in the winter. Gear West is honoring grinds from this fall as well. So if you got one from September 23rd and onward, you will also be entered into this giveaway. This closes January 24th. So reminder, go to gearwest.com slash collections slash Elena and use the code Elena Extra Blue. I'll leave a URL in the show notes. Happy shopping. In this episode, we talk about the symbiotic relationship between Gear West and the ski community. One would not be able to succeed without the other. I've seen the impact Gear West can have on a community through the countless events, sponsorships, and engagements that are all circled around getting more people outside with the love of the sport. 
Okay, Jan and David, thank you so much for joining me on the Extra Blue podcast. How are you both doing today? We're great. We're great, great in the land of the Midwest. Yeah, land of the Midwest. I'm so happy to have you both here. Um, Jan, can you quickly just introduce to us who you are, how you began skiing, and what role cross-country skiing has had in your life and, and what it has in your life today, especially? Sure. I, I was skiing on the base of Highland Downhill, our tiny little downhill in the Midwest area here in Minneapolis. And I was thinking, even under man-made snow blowing in my ears, skiing on the flat of this little hill, no tracks, no trees, and still how much I love cross-country skiing. So I picked it up after college, never had a pair of cross-country skis on before, absolutely fell in love with it, and it changed the trajectory of my entire life. I quit a normal corporate job. I bought a bike and ski business with some friends outside the Chicago area. I um, fell in love and married my cross-country ski rep. <laughs> I moved to Minnesota. This is the fast. This is the zooming yeah. fast um, <laughs> discussion. <laughs> and um, within eight months, we started Gear West with in 500 square feet. And through 32 years... Yeah. Grew it to what it is now. And I still love cross country skiing. Yeah. So it's just something in my blood and I'm really passionate about it. And I love watching young people like you take it to where I wish I could have. And it's just, it, it's add fitness and direction and purpose to my life. And it's really cool. Wow. That's really great. I actually did not know the story of, um, you know, not, picking up skiing until after college and also your, your stint in Chicago. So I think that's really impressive to get to where you're at and all of the, I mean, athletic results that you've had considering you didn't start at, uh, at the age of the ripe age of three years old. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, I think that just goes to show that it doesn't matter, you know, at what point in life you're in, you can always fall in love with cross country skiing and, who knows where it's going to take you? Yes, I think David had a little longer stint here. With I did, yeah. <laughs> I, I, so, yeah, I started skiing a little bit earlier. Um, yeah. but I, I mean, currently I live in Bloomington now with my wife and son, um, and my wife is Beth Ann Chamberlain, who's a coach for the para team, um, and we've got a an eight year old Lucas, who's a crazy little boy. Um, We've been we've been really excited to get him out skiing. He he loves it. He's been doing the Trail Kids uh, program, and um, he's just he's super active, and it's been really fun to be a part of that. Um, so I yeah I started skiing when I was uh, about seven. Um, I grew up in Maine in New England, and I I started um, in the you know Billy Coke U Ski League, um, just traveling around to ra- races in New England. Um, I didn't really get serious about skiing, you know, training for skiing until I was a senior in high school. Um, and then after that, I <clears throat> attended Bates College for four years where I was coached by uh, Becky Woods, who happened to actually retire last year as the Bates coach. So she's been there for quite quite some time. Um, but And then after Bates, I uh, competed for 12 years um, doing, you know, much the same thing you're doing now, Elena. I was, you know, tra- traveling. Yeah and competing and trying to piece together support. 
Um, it, yeah, I mean, it was an interesting time when I was competing. The clubs were just starting to evolve. Um, and so as an athlete, you know, coming out of college, there really weren't many options. Um, I just, you just had to kind of piece it together. Luckily, I, I, I was able to get a, um, a spot on the Subaru factory team that Andrew Gerlach had put together. Um, but even still, the support was pretty thin and pretty tight and, um, you know, resources for training and all that goes along with it, as you know, is, you know, all those important things I had to just kind of find for myself. Um, so with that, I mean, I was still pretty happy with what I was able to achieve when I competed. I went to three world champs and, um, I won the super tour a couple times and got to start in a, a bunch of world cups. Um, so I, yeah, I, from what I kind of got out of myself, I, I look back on it and think I, you know, I, it was a, definitely a success. Um, so yeah. And I, for me, like, you know, what skiing means to me, I, the, you know, the thrill of competition was what got me into it. And I'm sure that's what gets most people into it. Um, but you know, as I look back, I think that just the love of adventure, that's, that's what kind of developed and I, you know, travel and just, you know, training and being outside. And, um, that's, that's what I like about sharing with people here at Gear West and our customers, just kind of setting them up for those kind of experiences. Yeah, that's really great. Thank you for sharing. And, uh, you did cut out there for just a a moment, but I just want to kind of reemphasize that, um, where cross country skiing took you and, you know, you, won the super tour a couple of times. You made it on the world cup. You raced at world champs and it uh, was in Lochte, Finland, right? Yeah. That was the first, the first world champs that I competed in. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And um, it's just so interesting and, and really fascinating to me to think back on, um, you know, where cross country skiing was 15 years ago and where it is now and yeah. <laughs> um, how developed and and the support that um you know industry and also community has contributed to cross-country skiing in the u.s and i strongly believe that gear west has been a huge part of building up that community and um i know that gear west offers so many different outlets for just people to get outside and to fall in love with the outdoors and um, it has grown into being the largest cross-country ski shop in North America, I believe. And so, Jan, just with that, like knowing what it has come to be now, uh, how do you think back on, you know, when you first opened the shop? And did you ever think that you were going to build it into what it is today? And, you know, what was that process to get to this point for you? Well, God, it's such a multifaceted question because I have so many thoughts on it. When I dived in, I just wanted to get out of commuting an hour, going to business school at night, going to a job I really was not that interested in. And yet uh, business school was my um, was sort of my um, safe goat in case I didn't succeed. So I just wanted to start something that I love to do, which was skiing. And my husband was a Fisher ski rep. So he loved skiing too. He participated um, a while back in a developmental program in Hayward, which sort of fell flat on its feet. So he went into coaching in Sweden and had the same sort of love and was just working on making ski bases fast. And that was, we talk about prior to things that was before stone grinding 
was even in existence or something that ski stores had in 1990, 1987, 85. So he had calluses on his thumbs from peeling ski bases and then putting out his Fisher skis and having people jump on those skis versus their current skis at races and finding out they were fast. So he loved skiing and all that, um, you know, that facet and what made skis fast and turned his love of skiing into product. And I, I just dived in and I jumped into team Berkey, which was sort of a regional program and, I, you know, I was age probably 29, 30, and I got to be second in the Berkebiner, and I just carried all the things in the store that I loved to do. And I was sort of a business school nightmare if I looked back at, I use that phrase because we, I didn't have any rhyme or reason, and there were really no business podcasts or anything like this to learn from. And I was sort of a, I felt by myself in a sea of, trying to make a retail store work that didn't really follow a a pattern. So we just carried a lot of stuff and we wanted to have all the choices that anybody could have in the cross country ski industry. We had to carry something in the summer. So we moved into running shoes as well as I carried the products that I do love, which has anything to do with triathlon. And it was just a hodgepodge, but uh, we knew what we were selling I feel I've made all the mistakes in every sport I sell in terms of maybe not um, having some product function correctly or forgetting a product or not knowing something about the sport I was doing. So I've made all mistakes. We could help people within that arena. And we just attracted really cool people who were here for a variety of reasons because they loved the sport, because they wanted also to get out of a different type of job because we are passionate about snow. And for me, I've taken that to the Berkey where I've been on the Berkey board for uh, 14, 15 years because the Berkey represents everything I love about sport and skiing, the sport itself, the business behind it, the family aspect of it. I brought two boys into skiing, although they sort of rebelled on it against it for a while. (laughs) And, um, yeah, the, the, um, the master's portion of it, uh, just a little bit of everything. Skiing can yeah. offer everybody anything for a long period of time. Right. So yeah. it's a mixed bag. Yeah. I love that message. And, and, um, skiing can also bring you into other sports. Like you said, you brought in the running side to the store. You brought in the triathlon, which means bikes and swimming and, um, there's an alpine ski and snowboard shop part of the store too. And so um, it's really cool that, you know, cross-country skiing is such a great community, but also it taps into all these other communities as well. And I feel like Gear West is bringing all of those together and offering not only great products and services, but just something to be a part of and um, guidance or training buddies or um, support for races. And so it's it's really awesome to see well to see just how much it's it's grown and and what it's done for the the ski community and you it's really interesting also just to hear you talk about like the stone grinds before stone grinding really was even a thing and um i know that gear west offers some really 
great products, but also some really great services. And David, you are a huge part of that. And so can you kind of share just what your role is at the shop and and how it kind of evolved over the last few years since you joined the team? Sure. Um, Yeah. So I I moved here to Minneapolis. I actually was with a competitor. I I worked for BNS and we started a a shop in Bloomington. Um, And it was kind of a natural move. My wife was, uh, you know, she was originally from Minnesota. She grew up in Grand Rapids. Um, So we, you know, we had family here. We had, you know, we're just starting a family ourselves. Lucas was uh, born here in Bloomington that first year that we were here. Um, But I, you know, I worked there for four or five years and we, the pandemic wasn't so good for our shop. We ended up moving into a retail space in the trailhead and um, we had some bumps there. Um, so, I, you know, I'd been talking with Jan here at Gear West for a few years, and um, this, this just ended up being a great landing spot for me when we, um, when we closed that shop, uh, you know, when we closed the BNS shop. Um, I started just, you know, kind of taking charge of the service department, um, <clears throat> and with, through the pandemic, it was just so crazy for all of us. You know, it, we, it was kind of all hands on deck just trying to serve all the customers that were coming in. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, that I'm always going to have a service bent. That's kind of my, um, that's just how I started and with my background with high level racing, it, it's, you know, it's what I'm interested in. Um, and my time at BNS is where I, you know, developed the skills of working on the grinder. And we, you know, here at Gear West, we have the same grinder that, that I was working on there. So it was kind of a natural fit. Um, and then since, you know, since then I've taken on some other responsibilities. I do some, you know, work with ordering the hard goods and I've taken a bigger role in some of the ski fitting and summer picking that we do. Um, and, you know, I mean, the goal for us is just working with all our staff just to make sure that we've got the best skis and equipment and, and uh, all the other things that go along with it to sell here. Um, and it, you know, I, I don't have a, you know, I started working retail at BNS and that was after I was competing and I, you know, I, my, my interests are in skis, you know, and, um, retail just gives, gives that, gives me the place to really share what I know and, um, and, and work with people and get them going. So, um, that's, you know, I'm a little different from Jan that way, but, um, I, I think it's, um, this is a great place for me and I've, I've certainly been super appreciative to Jan and Brian for what they've created here and, um, what, what they've been able to give me. Well, I have to jump in because we wouldn't be a ski store without the best service we could possibly give. And that yeah. goes into small business. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't be who we are. We couldn't distinguish ourselves from people ordering from straight from the manufacturers. Uh, service is something that only people can provide. Yeah. And uh, I think all of us are really competitive. And we, uh, for me, I am so absolutely fortunate David landed here because we could continue the service that my husband started and get the best ski picking we can and the best uh, ski service, grinding, waxing, classic skate that anybody could give. And it's not easy. You have to understand it. You have to love the skis. And that's what separates small business. That, yeah, that's well put. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, this just makes me think back on um, a really great memory that I have with Gear West. I know I've shared it before, but I was in middle school in seventh grade. I was racing for the Wise at a high school team. And 
um, around this time of year, my dad, you know, he really was a huge supporter and encourager of, of the sport in my life and the rest of my family's life. But, um, you know, he recognized like, hey, Elena doesn't have a great pair of classic skis that really fit her well. And if she's going to be doing these races and trying to compete, then, um, you know, let's let's figure this out. And so he brought me into Gear West and um, I don't remember who, I think it was Al who was helping fit the skis for me, but just so kind and went through the entire process with me because I had never done it before. And I was just, um, it, it was like equivalent to a, a little kid in a candy shop, but instead I was a little kid in a ski shop and I was just so excited. And uh, the entire experience just really stuck with me. And I think one of the reasons why it did is because of the great service and the great product. And I say that because those classic skis I used all through my high school ski career and I could kick up anything on them. I they and, and they were fast and I just called them my magic skis because, you know, they I had confidence with them no matter what the conditions were and I was always excited to, to go classic skiing on them and, and classic skis are not easy to dial with the, the flex and the grind and um, the oh. wax and there are so many extra variables there, but Gear West delivered some great product, great service and a really great experience and I just think that is um, something, you know, it, it obviously has stuck with me and I, uh, cherish it and, and thank the gear West team for many, many great classic races throughout middle school and high school. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You'll be happy to know that Al is downstairs waxing skis right now. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. Well, that kind of leads me into, you know, this, this time of year, it's, we're getting into ski season it's there's a lot going on. I can't even imagine how busy the store is right now. But it, it with the the winter approaching, it also means the holidays are here, and that means that there's a huge uptick in consumerism, and a lot of consumers will turn to those large branded stores that are, you know, just right in front of them all of the time, and. I just want to take a minute and ask, like, what what does it mean to be a small business? You know, you alluded to this is that you can provide that quality product and service and that expertise that maybe those larger businesses can't. But but wh- why would you encourage consumers to maybe explore small businesses as they do their holiday shopping and get really excited about the ski season that is is here. Well, I guess as the owner, I should say I should go first. Um, <laughs> my, my husband and I, um, it, it's a tough one. Uh, I it's, it's either, or if folks do not support small business, you're going to lose the service you're looking for. You're going to lose the camaraderie ship, the place where you can go and shoot the breeze and express your love for winter and snow. On the flip side, small businesses have to make sure we can provide at least competitive pricing on product and as best selection as we can afford to do. So we really need each other. Mm-hmm. And and if we can live up to most of the consumer's uh, requests and 
expectations when they come into the store, then I hope in return, the consumers can understand the um, why we cannot provide as many economic benefits as maybe a direct to company can, mm-hmm. because we are paying really good people to provide you with really good service. So it's an understanding from both angles. And as long as we everybody has a little bit of knowledge of what consumers want and consumers, what we need as a store, we can't provide you the perhaps at times the lowest price you could get anywhere. But then again, don't expect us to give you the type of service that you always would like at the lowest price. They both come hand in hand together with a fair price and expertise. So yeah. It's a it's a balancing act and it keeps me on my toes all the time. And the in 32 years from going to opening a store without the Internet to where it is now, I can't. Things are changing all the time. And um, it's always a mental challenge. And our job is to give you guys the best service we can possibly do and earn your business. Yep. And that's why David's so important to us. That's why everybody at the store is so important because I can just provide the um, cocoon of which Gear West operates. And then everybody else can do their thing. And we all love skiing. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say, add to that um, too. Just, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Go, you go for it. Yeah, I was going to add to that. Just like for me, I mean, working for a small business, it really is everything. And um, it's personal too. I When I grew up, I, um, you know, when I started skiing, we, my family, we bought everything from a, a local shop in Farmington, Maine. Um, and it was owned by some of our family friends, Tom and Judy Upham. Um, Tom was, a, he was an Olympian back in, I can't even remember the year. He was a Nordic combined skier back in, I think the, uh, maybe like the early sixties, one of those Olympics back then. Um, and he, you know, and Judy, his wife was our first coach and she put together a youth program when I was, you know, seven, eight, nine years old. And she was taking us out, um, skiing every, trying to get us out, you know, three or four times a week to ski. Um, but we, you know, so we would go to the shop and we would buy just everything we needed. And of course there was no internet back then. There was no resources to like you know, research things. So we just, we had no choice, but to rely on their expertise. And they, you know, they were very, you know, they were experts at what they did and we always got great equipment. Um, so, you know, personally, like working for Gear West, it's a similar feel. Um, I mean, of course it's a bigger store and there's tons of alternatives now, but, um, you know, it just, the ski world needs these places. It, it, you know, fitting ski equipment is so important and it's, Never, you're never going to be able to fulfill that need through a website. Um, so I, it, yeah. yeah, I just personally, like I, I, yeah, it's, I'm, I feel pretty passionate about what we do here and, um, it's, you know, it's just, it's important, important work. Yeah. David, I, how would you explain gear West's way of doing business or providing services in comparison to, a larger business like REI. So like what can Gear West offer that maybe REI can't? Um, well, it's just what Jan said. I mean, it's the staff. I, you know, we can't, mm-hmm. you can't replace that. It's our collective knowledge and, 
you know, it's everybody here. I mean, I, and I, I just, you know, an, an example, like with Jan, you know, with how busy she is and all the responsibilities she has with, with this store. I mean, there has never been one time where I haven't walked into her office and asked her to, you know, come out and fit a ski for somebody if we've been busy or she hasn't dropped everything and come out and done it, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I'm mm-hmm. sure she's been doing that for the last 25 years. It's, it's, you know, it's that kind of like mentality and just that, that's who we are here. And so it, um, yeah. Yeah, it just it's it's really important. So yeah, and it, yeah, just you're so you're quite yeah, exactly, and just the staff and and uh, how you know just pooling our collective knowledge and helping people. It's, it's what we do, and I, you're not you're not going to find yeah, that. I could duplicate REI. this staff. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, you could duplicate it. It's people yeah. say, oh, would you have offer more? No, I can't. Yeah. Uh, it when we open the same time as Eric's bike store open, they have 33 stores in the Midwest. And I realized, you know, that realized at the time, I didn't obviously think really hard about what I was doing, but I couldn't imagine just running the numbers of stores and not knowing the personalities of our customers. So, of course, I'd rather have one store that's really interesting and hard to duplicate with great people Mm -hmm. that I could never find probably almost anywhere else. Uh, We had the really cool thing I had happened last year was a customer who came in with a stack of receipts and obviously he's very organized customer (laughs) it was from all his receipts from all of his purchases from his kids from the time they were little when they all entered cross-country skiing until they went to college and he just walked in he said this is my memory of gear west and i love your podcast i love what you write i love how you affected our family and none of them skied any more than average in high school or touring around our local parks but it made a huge difference in this family's life and it's like wow okay right here in front of my face is what i can you know consider success yeah Yeah. so that is so powerful and and such a great story and to to know that you can have that type of impact on not only one person or one family, but the entire community and, and know that they can, like you said, it's, it's kind of this give and take and, and you both, the community supports you and you support the community. And, and with that, that small business can, can thrive and the community can thrive. And so um, that's really just great to hear. Yep. I want to also kind of ask Jan about your experience being a woman in the industry and especially when you launched Gear West which the year was was it 1989 or 19 19, here it was 1991 okay and you know you launched this you had gone to business school but um, you were this woman just jumping into this idea and um, you know I'm curious what that environment was like for you and where you were able to find support and where you maybe weren't also and, and what you did to problem solve that. Well, yeah, I just dived right into it and I had my husband's help. He did a particular, he worked the equipment end of it. I obviously Mm -hmm. didn't have his depth of background like either he or David had at that time. Um, I had the fact I could ski fast, which yeah. I have to ma- I t- tell you, it helped because yeah. it's about the only way you could get um, men's respect for a while. Mm-hmm. 
And of course there, the equipment was just um, coming onto its own. We would go to the, the, um, uh, the demos and we'd go to uh, the, uh, we, you know, we'd order skis and there'd be mm-hmm. nothing that I could really try on because everything started in a men's size and up and mm-hmm. people would just imagine, well, can't you just figure it out? Ask, ask one of these guys. And it's like, I'm placing your order. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> it obviously evolved because the women's market did, people were, women were buying. And they were yeah. starting to buy and the companies did come around. Um, but there were just really wasn't a lot to learn from, from, a, from any perspective as a small business. I would say not from a woman or there was no business podcast. Mm-hmm. Any of the business school classes I took were like, if you wanted to go work at a bank, basically all I learned from business school was not to give all your friends free stuff. Okay. But, um, <laughs> um, it, it, it evolved. And I will say, I don't sit there and carry a torch for being a woman that's fighting through her, the way through business, because there was a lot of support from everybody, mm-hmm. but you had to earn it a little bit more, I think, as a woman, mm-hmm. um, through, um, through proving to men that you knew what you were selling. Mm-hmm. And that can only come with my confidence and my confidence came from doing it. I don't think all men had to do it that way. But as I move forward, it's been really interesting. I just wrapped up with Cindy, another small business owner in Riverbrook um, that owns a store in the Hayward area. And we put on our 22nd, I think, or more annual woman wine chocolate and ski. And we had 150 women and it sold out by August. And we have another women's program in a week from now that's sponsored by Rosinol. And then we have another women's program another week from that. So there are a ton of women that want to learn how to ski and want to learn by other women. So it's just fun. It's riding a wave um, of people enjoying the outdoors, people enjoying skiing and women learn about it in a different form than men. And it's fun to be there and be a part of it. Yeah. That's really great. And, it's yeah. it's interesting to hear you um, honestly share that you know you earned some of the respect based off of your skiing ability and your results and and your own you know the men were like oh I guess she's fast I should I should listen to what she's saying or I should yeah <laughs> and um, I think that's both impressive admirable and a little bit. Um, tough to swallow that that's what it that that's maybe what it took and i'd like to think that that's not what it takes now um that you know all consumers can just look at this business and and the quality of service that it provides without thinking twice of um you know how the business was founded but i it's still just like leads me to admire a lot of the work that you did and the foundation that you laid for women in business and um, women in cross-country skiing across the Midwest and across the U.S. And I know that when I was growing up, I definitely looked up to your impressive results and and your ski racing and um, always, always seeing you out there racing and bringing Gear West to that race environment too. So 
I'm curious how Gear West is supporting races across the Midwest this season and what that kind of looks like and in terms of growing cross-country skiing in, in that in the Midwest region. Well, I'll turn that over to David because he's on the ground floor of providing fast skis for everybody and yeah. what we try to do at the races. So go for it, David. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I can start with what we do here in the shop. Um, you know, we've got, uh, I mean, first and foremost with our service department, we're just trying to make skis perform as, you know, for whatever um, people are doing with them. Um, with You know, we have a, our, the core of it is probably the stone grinding machine and operations that we have. And that's, you know, the, I, you know, it's, it's one thing to have a good operator and I, you know, I do have a lot of experience with it, but it's also, you know, having just the actual machine that, um, you know, is one of the best in the business. We've got a Tazari RP 23. Um, and it's, you know, we've, it, it's a great machine and it's got a really good reputation. They're all over the world and in big, um, you know, big shops in Norway and Europe. Um, we've got a, a service guy, Lars Svensson, who is a like tremendous resource for me in particular. I, you know, I'm talking to him every couple of weeks, just kind of running by ideas and little tweaks that we might have to do to the machine. Um, he's a really engaging guy. So it's, you know, it's been fun to kind of develop that friendship and he's just, you know, a good guy to kind of have, have in your corner. Um, and so, you know, with that, we, um, you know, he, he's the guy who develops all the stones and the diamonds for the machine. And we, you know, we invest pretty heavily in those. So that, that's one of the pieces that, um, you know, make, makes the grind so good that we produce. Um, the other thing, you know, the, just the quality of our grind menu, it's, it's fairly simple, but, you know, there's been a lot of work and testing that's gone into the grinds and, um, you know, we, we tweak them every so often. Um, and that's been really fun for me. I, you know, I, I, I learned on the machine at BNS and, but I was kind of beholden to the, the menu that we had. And, um, you know, it's just, just being here and the opportunity that Jan provided it, it's, you know, I, I can, I, you know, I've been able to kind of test and, and tweak the grinds, um, as I go. And it's, you know, just personally, it's been, been fun. I, I really like to do it. And, I, you know, as the operator, operator of the machine, it's, it, you just have to get a certain joy out of cleaning up skis and it's, that's, <laughs> it, you know, and that, that's what we can do with the Tazari. It, it really does, you know, it does a great job and it, you know, it's, it's meticulous. You gotta, every little step has to be the same every week as you're doing these batches and it, um, but it, you know, I just, I get a lot of joy out of it. It's fun. I mean, I, I like to see, yeah. take it, take a ski and, and, uh, you know, you know that it's going to perform better when it's got a cleaner structure and just you clean up the base material and it just it, it looks better and it, it skis better. So it, it's, you know, that, that part of it's really fun for me. Um, so as far as, yeah, and then uh, like the support we offer on the ground, um, we actually this year just started a race service um, at the Junior Olympic qualifiers. So we're going to we're going to be at all four weekends throughout the winter. Um, we've hired Joe Hagen Miller to help out. Um, and then Speedy and I, you know, offer him some support, um, at the particular mm -hmm. weekends and that it's, it's great. I mean, it, you, uh, you know, I'm sure you're, you're familiar, Elena, with all the craziness around the J and Q weekends, but it, you know, it's been fun. We, this past weekend, oh, yeah. we were up in Duluth. We had, you know, tw 20, 25 kids that we waxed for. And it just, it's, yeah, it's just really fun. You know, you work with coaches, you work with parents, um, and I, I, I remember those days myself and it, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's nice to be able to contribute that way. Um, and then we'll, mm -hmm. you know, we'll be at some of the, the marathons as well. And then of course the Berkey's are one big, big focus at the end of the year. 
Um, and we do a, a, a pretty big ski wax service for, for that race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, speaking of that, I can definitely um, share my own experience with the, the Gear West Grinds and Berkey Weekend. And uh, you guys have, on many occasions, helped me uh, dial down like the, the best grind for that weekend. And um, and it has led to some really great races on my part. <laughs> and I am very thankful for it. But I think that you know, the, the grinds that Gear West is able to offer are so dialed for Midwest skiing and skiing, acro- skiing across the country, too. And um, you've yep. got something for every condition and that and they are quality, competitive grinds that I carry with me in my ski bag all the time yep. now. And so um, I think, yeah, they're just w- what you guys are doing in the ski shop is working and it's great and I'm appreciative of it. And it is, as we've said, just like the quality of the service is unparalleled. So thank you for all of the hard work that you're, you're both doing and the rest of the team is doing too. Cool. That's awesome. I just want to jump in because Elena, I feel that you really represent a lot of what I love about skiing. And it is obviously, it's a mixture of, academics you finished college you still took skiing as or you're taking skiing as far as you can go you're giving back to the community in so many ways when you come back here and provide clinics when you're helping us out um, when we try to help you out I see somebody who's giving it her very all um, and sometimes it works absolutely fantastic and sometimes it's incredibly challenging but to me that's what skiing really takes provides to all of our customers be at the very top or somebody building and skiing around their work and career and family life it it gives you fitness it gives you a joy of the outdoors it um, teaches you how to organize your time in your life and um, it provides uh, the people that are attracted to it are really cool and um, (laughs) it's it, it and it's just a great quality person and I think that's why the ski community um, works so well and um, provides a lot of joy in many ways. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for all of those kind words. And, um, you know, I love being part of the, the ski community. And um, it's very similar is that it's a give and take both ways. And um, I definitely thrive off of what the community can give me just for, I mean, even just in its excitement and um, emotional <laughs> support. So, um, but also with, with just the support that Gear West has given. And um, so personal thank you and shout out to Gear West and, and the team there. And um, just want to say thanks for the support the last couple of years and, and going into this year, you know, I'm hoping to be, racing at the Minneapolis World Cup. So it'll be really fun to be um, on home home turf. I, I still have to qualify technically, but I'm, I'm hoping to be there. And um, it's going to be really special to be home and in front of that crowd full of family and friends. So um, do, you, do either of you have um, any thoughts or goals or uh, – anything regarding the Minneapolis world cup? Like what does it mean to you to have the world cup come to our, our little city of Minneapolis? 
Why don't you go, David? Because you got the, you have had the most experience. Yeah, seeing I, and being at races like that. I mean, it's just exciting. Like I, I can't wait. Uh, you know, it's yeah. um, just you know, and especially with the disappointment of how it, it it happened that you know the the race got canceled the last time around. Um, right. I think there are a lot of people in this community that are really excited just to see it happen, and um, you know, and yeah, I just. You know, we'll be there. We'll have a booth, and uh, we'll we'll be talking to people. And uh, you know, just for our part, it just will be kind of part of the excitement. And um, I, yeah, I just that's that's all I can say. Really, it's just yeah, just really excited about it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of love for skiing in the Minneapolis area. It's oh, yeah. just uh, I yeah. just holding my breath for a good winter, and yeah. I'm glad Europe has great snow, and we need it by the World Cup. Yeah. to add to the beauty of it and um we'll it's uh we'll just keep introducing people to the fun sport yeah, yeah i love it um well i want to wrap up just with a, a one last question for each of you so um dan what are your personal goals for this ski season for the winter what what are you hoping to get out of out of the next few months um it's so different when you're almost 65 because unfortunately I could still, I wish I could race uh, and be back in 21. And usually I don't want to go backwards in my life, but, um, <laughs> but since I can't, I have a whole different perspective about aging and continuing to ski and what that means to my friends and my peer group. And I'm having a lot of fun with that, trying to encourage people to ski at all levels and just, so my goal is to continue ski racing as much as I can. And I love the business portion of it. So I'm very involved with the American Burka Binder and helping them build their, their, um, or raise money and build their um, lodge sort of it at the Berkey start. Mm -hmm. I've seen what's happened to the American Burka Binder and how it's expanded over the last 10 years. And it, it's personally a passion of mine and trying to make the ski store work through yeah. the ups and downs of, of retail. So there's a whole lot of goals. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, so David, I, what about you? So, I mean, I say, you know, the, the ski, like the ski uh, race circuit here in the Midwest is pretty special. It's pretty unique, I think, to any other place in the country. Um, so I, yeah, I just think of all the great races like the Mora and uh, the Noki, uh, the City of Lakes. I mean, of course the Berkey, but you know, there's a, there's all there's also a, a lot of other races too. Um, so mm -hmm. you know, for me, like I, I you know, I don't have a specific goal as far as any races in mind, but I, I will certainly do a couple of them as work allows. Um, and you know, and I'm sure Jan feels the same way. You know, we go to races and we have so many customers there too, just that we give advice to and we um, sell skis to. And it, you know, it's never exactly relaxing for us, but it, it you know, yeah. we're always there's always people to talk to and and uh, you know, make sure that we're we're servicing. But um, it's yeah, I it just but it's it's a great community as Jan said, and it just you know, I'm just excited to be um, just to be a part of some of the races. And it's, it's, uh, and again, it's so unique. I, I mean, I grew up on the East coast and there, there isn't like a circuit of races like that out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are some, but it, it's not like a, I don't know. They're, they're just every weekend there's something and there's, you know, high school kids and there's, um, master skiers and it, it just, you know, everybody kind of comes together for these events and it's, um, it's really special and it is fun. So I, I'm looking forward to that.
Yeah. And I have to add ski join. Yeah, my, totally. my dog and I are, are 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 practicing hard. I have a lot of goals in ski join, right. and I might have to make a pumpkin pie for if I lose. So, um, I'm working my dog, and um, there's a lot of silent but focused ski joers out there. So, yeah. that's awesome. There's all different ways to enjoy skiing. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. And I am just so excited to spend some time back in the Midwest ski community this winter um, for the World Cup and also for the Berkey Week. Those, you know, Berkey Week is my favorite week of the year. And so I um, can't wait. I can't wait to be back with everyone and, um, and back with the Gear West family, too. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Yeah. Yep. Thank you both. Yeah, and good luck with your racing. And good luck, Elena. Yeah, we'll, we'll be watching. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to Extra Blue. And thank you, Jan and David, for sharing your stories. Don't forget to give small businesses some extra love this holiday season and head over to gearwest.com slash collections slash Elena and use code Elena Extra Blue for 20% off. Also, don't forget to get your skis ground at Gear West this season for the chance to win a Solomon duffel bag for all of your gear. My personal favorite Gear West grind is the LZ Zero, perfect for cold, cold days. I know it's been warm across most of the Midwest and the country, but I've been doing my snow dance and I believe snow and cold and extra blue days are in the near future.